reels is really where it's at because okay. reels just get so much further reach from people that yeah. aren't your followers. Yeah. Whereas if your goal is to nurture your audience and convert them into customers, then I would prioritize stories over anything okay. just because you're really building that one-on-one connection yeah. with them. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Hey guys, on today's episode, we have Ruby from Ruby Consultants, who is a business coach and can teach you how to grow your business through the power of the digital world. Not only has Ruby created a career out of social media, business coaching, but she also has firsthand experience and has been a Happy Way ambassador since the start. Um, Her love for sharing her travel, fitness and life experiences turned into a full-blown business where she now helps others build their brand and sell their business through the powerful world of social media. Today, Ruby is going to share everything she knows about how to master your online presence, get crazy engagement, and show us just how powerful your business can be when you leverage the online space. So welcome, Ruby. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for coming on today. You're so welcome. With an intro like that, I mean, I feel like I want to steal it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all true. It's all (laughs) you. So can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your journey through business? So you started Ruby Consultants, as we were just saying, about six months ago. Yeah. What was your motivation to do this and go out on your own? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been in this space since 2016, I reckon. Yep. Um, and I started off just managing social media accounts, mainly Instagram, mm. um, and working as an influencer as well. So yeah. I don't know, five or so years ago, just it was the game was completely different back then. Yeah. But I sort of learned along the way. I had a business degree and by 2017 I was working for one of the biggest global female entrepreneur business coaching um I suppose, businesses in the world. And I started off just being their social media manager. And within two years, I was managing the product department. So this was amazing. It gave me so much experience. I was managing the creative team. So organizing all of our shoots and our content, um, running all of our virtual events, Mm -hmm. um, and then coaching myself. So I really got firsthand coaching for um, helping female entrepreneurs grow and scale their business and really managing all of our coaching programs too. Fast forward, I suppose, to this year and um, I know I was just sharing it with you before, but I was on a holiday and um, I was reading a book called Winging It by Emma Isaacs and I don't know, I just had this epiphany that I had to go out on my own and start my own business and that's kind of where Ruby Consultants was born and I would not look back. I just am absolutely loving it. It's so incredible to share my first-hand experience but also the experience of, you know, helping so many women over the years grow and scale Mm. their business. And I really see the power that the online space, um, especially social media, but also, you know, everything from all these amazing digital platforms to automate your business and really help grow and scale your business. So that's my true passion. I love seeing, I suppose, women in particular really grow and scale their business and be able to enjoy a life that they have created from a passion that they can actually help others in their business too. Amazing. You light up when you talk about it. I love it. I love it. So I've actually had support from you with my social media pages. Um, You created 
an awesome action plan, which was amazing. (laughs) I would love for you to share with us what your top three action plan and goals should be for someone who is either new to social media or someone who hasn't been posting and has lost lots of engagement. Like what are the top three things they should do to kind of get them set up and back on track? Yeah, great. I love that question because I feel like on social media, we can just be scrolling mindlessly Absolutely. and just <laughs> posting because we feel like we yeah. need to post and yeah. not really think about what what needs to take. Mm. And then we get to a point where all of a sudden it's been a week or two weeks and we haven't posted anything and no one's engaging and we can yeah. feel really lost. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the top three things that I would say is have a strategy and a strategy that is in line with your business goals. So whether you've got a following on your account that is, you know, they're, they're there, but they might not be engaged. I suppose your goal should then be to really nurture that audience to turn them into Mm -hmm. clients. Or if you're starting out and you don't have a following at all, your goal should be to follow, to increase your followers on your account. So thinking really specifically about what your goal is and then having an action plan that focuses on that. So I know we spoke about it with your businesses and you've got a new business coming out, which is great and so exciting, but the shift is so different from your personal account where you've already got such a large following Mm and one that's quite, you know, engaged as well. And if we're focusing on bringing a new following on, we need to focus on new strategies. And, you know, these are things like increasing your reach through reels or a hashtag strategy to really get more accounts onto your page. So number one would absolutely be have a really clear strategy in place. Yeah. Yeah. The second one would just be to be consistent. And I know everyone says that, Mm. you know, I've been a nutrition coach before and, you know, consistency is key. (laughs) Consistency (laughs) is key for everything in life. And, if you feel like you have a failed post, there's no likes or it just wasn't very, you know, no one was engaging with it, don't give up there. Mm. Just focus on the next thing, learn from that post and just be consistent with your strategy. You can always go back and analyse what was working and what wasn't working, but don't give up and don't, you know, it's just social media. (laughs) Don't get too upset if it's not not working there. Mm. And my third would probably be to be authentic and be yourself. Yeah. I see so many people just try to copy what other people are doing on social media yeah. and it's just the same things and we yeah. start to see the same things across social media and you'll find that the content that you create that's just a carbon copy of someone else's, it won't get the same engagement because no. people see straight through it. Yeah, Like if you start to bring your personality, if you start to really share your stories and your experiences, mm. that's what people really connect with. Yeah. So hopefully that yourself. helps. Yeah. yeah, amazing. So now what is the deal with stories? Do we get on them every day? Do we need to add music to them? Should we be showing our face? What's important and what is maybe a bit of a myth? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love stories and you'll hear me say, if you're one of my clients or you do follow me on social media, you'll hear me say that video content really is the key to building trust. Mm. And that's what's so amazing about social media is it gives us an opportunity to get in front of our viewers, get in front of our potential clients and build that trust without actually physically being there. So stories really gives us the opportunity to be our true selves, Mm -hmm. to share our knowledge and our advice to our audience without being hand, you know, firsthand in front of our audience. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, my answer is absolutely prioritise stories, um, especially if you are trying to build that trust and really nurture your audience to become potential clients. Okay. And it's got, there's so many amazing features when it comes to your stories. If you use the little swipe up sticker button, you can see there's great engagement tools. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got your polls, you've got 
geotag locations. Yeah. Um, there's so much inspiration when it comes to stories. So if you are feeling a little bit stuck, mm. <laughs> um, there really is so much that you can do. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, oh, do I need to get on my stories? Do I need to talk? Do I need to show my face? Yeah. Like, is it good? Am I being annoying? But oh, yeah, I guess I, they're yeah. not going to see everything. So, totally. Yeah. And I think when it comes to stories, it's really important to have a story strategy as well. Okay. I get it. There's days you just don't want to show up yeah. in the story. Yeah. You're not like, I don't want to show my face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But your stories can be like a behind the scenes of what you're working yeah. on that day. Or okay. you could go into Canva and create some really nice tiles yeah. to post on the days that you're not feeling your, your you know, yeah. your most bubbly and amazing yeah. self. Yeah. I'd always say with your stories, always have a reason to talk yeah. because otherwise you're going to be sta- standing there looking into your camera, just fluffing around about God knows what mm. and not really have a point to what you're saying. Yeah. So really practice what you're going to say, have a plan and just go into it and be okay. yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. Mm. Well, it seems like a lot of the you know, being yourself is what people are going to fall in love with. You know, they're going to fall in love with your personality and then they're probably going to want to come and see you when Mm. you have a service or they're going to want to buy your product from you because, Mm. you know, they love you and they love what you've created and they grow a connection with you, I guess. Is that kind of what happens with that? Absolutely. And they're saying that, you know, the younger generation, um, 30% of the younger generation mm. are really wanting to learn from people that have real life experiences. And okay. they're not necessarily prioritising university or college yeah. um, as much as they used to in, in the previous yeah. days. And they want to learn. They want to, they love learning. Absolutely. Yeah. But they're going to connect with people that have had real life experiences that they connect with. Mm. And that's where you're going to get that connection from is, is from social media or from some kind of video content. Yeah which will then convert people that are following you into clients or um, buyers of your product. Yeah. I need to get on my stories more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does get easier, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Mm. So this year, Instagram has really shaken things up a bit and ha- put a whole heap of importance on video content. Mm. So what's better for engagement reels or just normal videos or IGTV? I don't even know if IGTV is a thing anymore. I don't know. <laughs> and if you have no idea on what type of video content you should make, um, what are some tips that you can give us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you did recognize that video content is everywhere at the yes, moment. And absolutely. I actually had someone um, in my DMs the other day being like, why is my entire feed made up of reels these yes, days? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's because Instagram is prioritizing video content. Mm. They've recognized that YouTube is the top social media platform. And so people obviously like video yeah. content and TikTok is booming at the moment. Absolutely. So, Instagram is just trying to put it all together and keep people on their platform. And that's why they're really encouraging the use of video content. Mm. And from my perspective, it's because it's the best way to build a connection and build trust with your audience. And people want that. People, it's called social media for a reason. It's not scroll media where you're just scrolling through. (laughs) People want that social interaction. Um, So yes, video content is really important, but it depends what your goal is. I mean, if your goal is to really grow your account and get more people onto your profile, then Reels is really where it's at because Reels just get so much further reach from people that aren't your followers. Whereas if your goal is to nurture your audience and convert them into customers, then I would prioritise stories over anything just because you're really building that one-on-one connection with them. You're really, you can start to engage with them through all the interaction stickers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then longer videos like IGTV is a a great opportunity to educate your audience. So they give you 
bit more of a longer opportunity. Yeah. You can really sit down. You can dive deeper into a topic that you want to educate on. You can do yeah. that on a live as well. Yeah, okay. um, lives are great for video content because you can actually have a conversation just like you and I are, yeah. and interview someone or bring somebody else across to your account. So that's another great option to um, increasing mm-hmm. your reach on your account, um, but also to provide that education to your following too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So what are some tips you have on creating that content? Like what should we be getting on trends? Like yeah. what, what is good video content? Absolutely. I mean, my favorite way to look for reels content mm. is to jump over to TikTok. I know that might okay. sound a little bit cheeky, but um, TikTok have great, so many more videos and so much more inspiration than what um, Instagram reels have. Yeah. I think it's just because TikTok's been around for so long and it is a video platform which encourages those shorter style videos. So jump onto TikTok and see what people in your space are doing. I'm not one for saying copy what other people are doing, but you can still draw inspiration and make the video your own. Yeah. Um, If you do just search on your Instagram page, you can see what videos are trending as well and just start to save the audios and save the videos that you like. So is it important to prioritise trending sounds Mm. over just whatever random music you have? It does help. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it really does come down to the actual quality of the content as well. So things like having good lighting and you can either purchase a ring light for 20 bucks off Amazon or even just get some natural lighting. Just make sure you're facing a natural um, window. You can go outside. It doesn't need to cost a lot, but Mm. natural lighting, good visual. Um, Think about yourself as a viewer. I mean, you want to see something that's clear. You want to see something that's nice to look at and Shorter videos are really important. So anything that goes with creating a post, you know, how you really want to hook someone in and you want to engage with them straight away. Same goes with the videos. You need to hook them in straight away. You need to keep them on your video. And, Mm. um, yeah, making sure you've got high-quality video is absolutely important. Yeah. I do find that when I share reels, Mm. my engagement is like my reach just gets so much more than just a normal post or even a normal video would get on my Instagram. So, and then when I use a trending sound on top of that, it goes even further. I know. So it's crazy how that happens. Just and those small little things. And yeah. even if you notice, um, having a look at your prime posting times, because that okay. can make such a difference yeah. as well. I remember I was, um, I posted one reel and it did so well and I was mm. so excited. I was like, yes, I'm going to post another one. And I posted it the next morning. I know that the morning is my worst time to yeah, post yeah. and the the reach was just so much further down and that was like my, I don't know, worst everything was, yeah. One. yeah, I was like, I've got to remember, I only post at my most important okay. time. So, so you just go into your insights and yeah. then from there you will see when your followers are most active, yeah, is that so right? Into yeah, into your insights, you click on followers and then it's all the way down the bottom and you can okay. see the best time to post because they're yeah. most active on the account yeah. um, and also the best days to post. Okay. Um, I mean, I think for my, for me and my account, the weekends are terrible. Absolutely. No one goes yeah. on their no. Instagram account on the weekends, yeah. but in the week, in the yeah. evening is my prime time. Same here. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> think about what you do as well. I yeah. mean, as a user of Instagram, Instagram is made up of real people mm. and I think we forget that we're yeah. so far removed from it so you know even when the the weather was really nice in Adelaide I've got a lot of followers from Adelaide and yeah there was one night and I was like why is no one engaging on my post and I was like you know what the weather's really nice I would be down at the, I beach. Would be at the beach as well not being <laughs> yeah. on my phone yeah. yes 
And I think when you've spent hours creating a reel, because mm. they are time consuming they sometimes, are, yeah. <laughs> you want to make sure that people are seeing it. Absolutely. So yeah, that's such, I never thought about that until I actually sat down with you and we had a chat and I was like, okay, well, if I'm spending this much time yeah. on content, I need to make sure that I'm posting it when my mm. followers are most active. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and this just makes comes such back a difference. to the strategy yeah. that we spoke about before and having a strategy because if you're a small business owner or if you're an influencer and you're trying to make Instagram your business or mm. Instagram work for your business, you don't want to be spending all these hours on Instagram doing things that aren't important. Absolutely. So if you have a strategy, you'll know exactly what you, you need to focus on yeah. and when to focus on it as well. So really... People that are spending hours on Instagram and getting really frustrated because they've got no time to spend mm. on Instagram, take a step back and think about what are you actually doing on Instagram? Like, yeah. is mindless scrolling really helping? Are you researching for something that you're doing or are yeah. you just getting caught up in the Instagram mm. scroll? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the biggest mistakes an influencer or a business can make on Instagram? Yeah, I, I love this question. <laughs> <laughs> My number one mistake would be don't buy followers. Yeah. And I know this is a controversial topic because I have clients that come to me and they're starting a new business and they're like, yeah, but no one will follow me if I don't already have a following base. Like they won't take me seriously. Mm. And I get that. I do. But really, like, what is your purpose for being on Instagram? Is it to grow a business? And if that's the case, if you buy a thousand followers from some other country that are not your niche, not your ideal client, are they going to be buying from you? And the answer is probably no. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> and on top of that, they're not going to engage in your account. So it'll be very obvious that you've bought yes. a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand followers. Yeah. And it will really just um, it will harm your engagement and just make your account quite fake and it, mm. it from my perspective it is quite obvious when you do do that and I, I get why people do it I totally do but I'm a true believer in the followers that you want every single one of them you should know their pain points you should know yeah. exactly what content they want from you and if you've bought them you probably won't know that absolutely so not that would be the biggest mistake that I see and you know working with a lot of small business owners and new business owners and influencers it's just a question that comes up a lot because they've heard somebody else has done it and yeah. no one really talks about it because it is a yes. little bit frowned upon. Yes. But, you yeah. know, they're just wanting to know the, the mm -hmm. best way to grow their account. And that's, I feel like you yeah. can always tell when someone's bought yeah, followers. Like absolutely. you can, their, their following is so high, but then you look at the amount of likes or yeah. views on their content and it's nothing. And exactly. you're like, well, that doesn't add up. Exactly. It makes sense. <laughs> if you're a business owner and you're noticing that you're not getting the engagement yeah. and you're not getting the sales and you've bought followers, that is probably why. Yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Interesting. Buying followers would be probably the biggest mistake that I see. Okay. The other mistake that I would see a lot on social media is people not realising why they're not getting engagement. So... Okay. Again, I get a lot of clients come to me saying, I just, I'm not getting the engagement I want. Like I'll post something and it's just not getting any engagement. And my first question to them is, do you engage with your audience? Do you comment on their photos? Do you reply to their stories? Do you even follow them? I mean, engagement oh, and social media is a two-way street and okay. we can't expect to be posting content, expecting all this engagement from our audience if we don't even return the favor oh, okay so my biggest advice there would be is and I said it before with the um 
buying of followers, but we should know our followers. We mm. should know what they like. We should know how to help them. We should know what their interests are. Yeah. So we probably should be following or at least engaging with them as well to really okay. provide that relationship and grow and nurture that relationship. So yeah. spend some time and prioritize some time engaging in your audience. And I promise you, you'll start to see you know, them return the favor as well. So to really boost engagement, that would be one of my biggest tips. And that's where I would prioritize my time is engaging with our audience. Okay. Oh, interesting. I've never thought of that, but it is. It's a two-way street, Mm. you know. You've got to engage with them if you want them to engage back with you. And Absolutely. They're humans after all. Yeah. (laughs) They're not just a little bot on the other side of a phone. No, yeah, that's right. It's funny because we lose that connection, don't we, when we're on a screen all day. and You don't think about that too much. You're Mm. just like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Oh, she looks great or that looks cool. And you forget that they're like real people. they got real emotions and, you know, and... Yeah, so it's good to, that's a really great point yeah. and something that I think, yeah, we should all do. So, and it makes someone's day, you know, those Absolutely. little comments as well, mm. just saying, you know, that they they look great or whatever it may be yeah. or, you know, those little things actually do bring a little bit of happiness yeah. to someone as and well. Yeah, them out. If you yeah. give them a little bit of a tip, like they'll love that, yeah. especially if they're following, they're following you for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I know so many people would follow you for your recipes and yeah. your, yeah. you know, nutrition advice and all of that and yep. if you give them some advice back they're obviously struggling with that mm. so you just giving them and nurturing them and providing them some little tips will just turn or build that relationship and yeah. eventually that relationship will grow and they could become a potential client or they might yep. buy something down the track so okay. if you think about every interaction you have mm. with your followers is a touch point and yeah. you need a certain amount of touch points in order for them to trust you enough to buy your product or to buy your service. So replying to their comments, showing up on your stories, having that two-way relationship with them will really start to nurture and build that relationship. Okay, amazing. It's all about relationships, isn't it? It is. It is. (laughs) Life is about relationships. Yeah, it all comes down to that. (laughs) Yeah. So can you give us some content ideas and as well as caption ideas? Mm. So I feel like I personally, I struggle with this a little bit too. So do you have any pointers that you can give to make it a little bit easier so you're not there. You're like sometimes I have a great photo and I'm sure a lot of people yeah. can relate. They have a great photo or a great video and they're like, oh, I want to post this. And then you kind of sit there and you're like, yeah. but what's a caption? Like what should I be writing? Like yeah. I don't want to just put an emoji. Like I, I want to create something engaging, but how do I do that? So can you shed some light on that? Absolutely. And I think especially if you're a small business owner or an influencer, mm. people want to hear from you as well. They don't yeah. just want to see a pretty picture anymore. And yeah. I'm going to say it, but I feel like if you just post a pretty picture, it is quite selfish because your audience are there to learn from you and they're Mm -hmm. there to, you know, be inspired by you as well. And yes, if you're a photographer, there's, you know, some accounts that I would say people are there to see your photos. But if you're a coach or if you're a small business owner providing educational tips, Mm -hmm. people are there for what you have to say. Okay. So when it comes to captions, and I would suggest all of my clients doing this once a month, sitting down and actually asking yourself, my ideal client, my audience, what are their pain points? What are they struggling with? What are those things that, you know, they don't know how to get out of, they don't know how to ask for help with. And for me, my clients, you know, social media is they don't have time or there's so much noise in the social media space and they don't know who to listen to or what to focus on or, you know, 
whether they should be on stories or whether they should be doing a reel and they're really confused. Mm-hmm. So write down all of those pain points of your followers or your ideal client and then come up with a solution for all of them. And you should know a solution because, I mean, this is what you That's do, right? That's, That's your niche. It's your passion. Yeah. So you've got your pain points and you've got, got your solution. And all of a sudden, your content will just completely change. And the followers that you have on your account, they'll start engaging with your posts because it's actually helping them. It's very selfless opposed to the selfish post that you were going to post yeah. of just an image of yourself. Yeah. So focus on solution-focused content in order to really help your audience and provide valuable content to your audience, yeah. which will then allow your account to grow and also bring new followers onto your account yeah. as well. Yeah, that's great. Because like I, a lot of the people that I follow are businesses or coaches because when I go on social media, I want to be inspired. I want to yeah. feel good. And, you know, I follow people who, you know, do have something that they can help me with because I like reading through captions that are, oh, I didn't know that yeah. or that's really awesome or that's a great tip or I'm going to try this later kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, so that's a great because that's what I follow. Absolutely. So I think, you know, we need to take that and be like, well, if that's what you're following and that's what you enjoy to read, then you can provide that. Absolutely. Same stuff to your followers as well. Yeah. And you would have seen that there's been a huge shift in like having a really beautiful aesthetic feed to people just pumping out good, valuable content that connects with their audience. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, I think it's still important to have some kind of branding on your feed and make sure that it's in line with your business. Mm. However, don't feel like everything has to be picture perfect. Yeah. It's okay to just pump something out and have content that's valuable. Yeah. Film a video that's valuable. Yeah. Write a, you know, three tips to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, those types of posts are so much more powerful and they're going to connect with your audience mm. opposed to just a pretty picture of you at the beach in your yeah. bikini. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's probably going to get the wrong type of engagement. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, now I know what my captions are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay to have little prompters as yeah. well. Like think about the types of, things that you do to help your audience. And I call these pillars. So you've got your different pillars, which Mm. are your different topics that you help your audience with and pepper them through the week. So if you've got five pillars and you're you're wanting to post five days a week, every day, just focus on a different pillar and talk to the pain points in the body. So, I mean, I suppose when you're structuring a post, you've got the hook to really hook someone in. So something that's going to make them stop the scroll. And then in the body, you're wanting to either share a story to get that relatability mm-hmm. or share some advice or education. Okay. Um, and then the call to action down the bottom, which is really important as well, your call to action could just be to either like the post or share the post or save the post or click the link in your bio to you know, drive them to a lead magnet or drive them to book a call. So you really can change that call to action, call okay. to action up too. Yeah. What is the best way... I think we've kind of covered this, but I'm going to, you know, we can just dot point it if we have to. But the best way to connect and engage with your followers, I think maybe stories is what you'd say. Well, I suppose connection and engagement are slightly different. So with connection, absolutely showing Mm. your face on your stories, using video content to really build that trust. Yeah. And then, you know, being social with them. So you're building that connection. Mm. You've got to think about, person on the other side of the phone as a human being and you're really wanting to nurture that relationship with them so thinking of of ways that we can get to that point and we've spoken about them in this podcast but 
video content, make sure you're engaging through commenting on their posts and following them and just providing content that's actually speaking to them opposed to posting something that you just feel is the right thing. Yeah. 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 And then with engagement, I mean, I suppose it follows on from connection, but it's engaging with with the accountants um, and yeah, really following on from those connection points through the video content. Amazing. So hashtags this mm-hmm. is sometimes a, I, I never really understand them and I never know how many we should use and I know that they're good but can you shed some light on that how many should we be using should we be posting them in the comments or in the actual caption yeah. bit or I don't know and yeah. what should they be like how do we find good hashtags that are effective yeah great question because recently Instagram did release an announcement Mm. saying that there was going to be a shift on how hashtags were going to be used. Okay. And the reason for this shift was because they saw such a, I suppose, the importance of video content. And, um, you know, if we're looking at YouTube, people go on YouTube to search things. I mean, I use YouTube as a Google search function, how to X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And they're wanting to bring that across to the Instagram platform. So the only reason or the only way they'll be able to get that SEO keyword searchability is through hashtags. Okay. So now what they're asking us to do is make sure that each hashtag is really applicable to the posts that you're posting. Okay. So when you're thinking of your hashtags, it's really important to think about if I was my ideal client, what would I be searching to find this post? And sit down and really think about those keywords so you've got them all written out. Um, Then you can go into a hashtag generator tool. If you Google hashtag generator, Mm -hmm. lots will come up. Um, I use one called display purposes. And you just write down those keywords in and all of these different hashtags will populate. And when you're choosing your hashtags, it's really important that you don't choose ones that are too niche that, you know, there's only... Mm -hmm. A hundred or so. Because no one's going to be looking for them. And if they're too large, like in the millions, they'll just get lost in the sea of hashtags. So find that sweet spot and collate a list of anywhere between five or ten. I know Instagram is saying three to five, but just from my experience, more is still working. Um, And pop them in the actual caption itself because that will boost the algorithm more than what it does in your comment. Ah, The only reason that I'd say to put it in your first comment is if your post is so long (laughs) that they won't fit. fit Yeah, it's better to actually put them in the comments than not at all. So if you can, pop them in the caption as well. Hashtags are another great strategy if you're looking for growth on your account. Mm -hmm. So you're looking to boost your followers because that's how you're posts are going to um, pop up on the explore page and that's how you're going to get that further reach to bring people into your account. Okay. Amazing. Mm. So what is the quickest way to boost your Instagram engagement? Would you say reels? Not necessarily. No, okay. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would say reels are really for if you're wanting to boost your reach. Okay. Right. So yep. if you're wanting to bring new eyeballs onto your account, okay. reels would sit in that kind of area. Yep engagement would be to really think about the content that you're writing or that you're putting out there and does it actually speak to my audience and I know we've spoken about it quite a bit today but really understanding your audience having a look at your list of followers what do they do I mean for me I'm a social media coach so I could really be helping a whole lot of people but I know that the majority of my clients really sit in that health space Mm. so if I create content that addresses the pain points of my clients, which I spoke about earlier, but I 
cannot stress how important it is to yeah. really sit down and think about what those pain points are and then provide them with a solution or provide them with tips or provide them with education. Then I can create content that's going to be encouraging my audience to engage. Okay. And a big thing is also using your call to action. So, you know, that little area that you'll see yeah. on some people's posts that ask your followers to do something like mm. say, share this post with a friend or save this for later. People really are sheep and they'll follow yeah, what you do. do. So yeah. having okay. that call to action to really encourage that engagement helps. Yeah. yeah. And then engaging with their accounts. Okay. Again, people will always follow suit. So yeah. if you're building that relationship with someone, they're going to return the favour just naturally because that's how a relationship grows mm. on or offline. But focusing on building the actual engagement with your followers is really important. Yeah. So, yes, I yeah. I understand people might think that, just pumping out lots of content or filming another reel that's going to, you know, boost engagement because I'm being consistent on my Mm. feed. But you've got to go a little bit deeper than that. Yeah. Think about what you're posting and think about how you're actually engaging with your audience. Okay. Yeah. And nurturing the ones that you do have. Totally. I think we forget about them so much. We focus so much on our follower number and Mm. we're like, oh, I've just got to get like another hundred or another 50. And we forget about the ones that are actually there. I mean, every single follower is a human. And if you have 500 followers and you just, you know, you're kicking yourself because it's not a high enough number, Mm. imagine if you had 500 people walk into the room that were interested in what you did. Like, you'd be over the moon. (laughs) So if you know that these followers are all ideal clients and they should be if you've got a strategy to grow your account correctly, think about it that way. There's no, you know, Instagram's also removed the need to get to 10,000 followers with the little swipe up sticker. So there's no reason you need to have millions of followers to have a successful business. Yeah. Sorry. So why should a business invest in a social media coach like yourself? I mean, obviously you've provided me with so much um, valuable information throughout this entire episode as well. But, you know, why would you say like, you know, if someone's struggling or they're new to it, Mm. why is it important to make that investment and look into a coach like yourself? Yeah, that's a great question because I think the first way to answer this question is the importance of being on Instagram itself. I mean, 30% of young adults are choosing social media apps like Instagram as their number one way that they want to shop, which is crazy because, you know, if you asked that question two or three or four years ago, it would have been through Google or online stores itself. But Instagram just has amazing features to be able to shop from the comfort of your own app. (laughs) And if you're a small business and you're not offering that service and you're not either on Instagram or offering it, then you're just missing out on a huge opportunity Mm. and the potential of so many customers or clients. So that would be my number one reason why is realising the importance of Instagram and being online and and also the power that it could have on your business. Mm. And my second reason would be you're a business owner in your own space, right? Like you yourself, you're a business owner in the nutrition space and that should be your focus. That's Mm. your passion. That's what you're good at. And that's what you should be serving your clients with. Mm. You don't have time to research social media and (laughs) figure out what the best ways and best strategies are. That's my job. And, you know, my job is to research all these trends and figure out the best way and the easiest way for small business owners like yourself to get the results that they want so that I can provide you that quick and easy tips and advice without you spending hours trying to figure it out or go it alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Amazing. Yeah, you've been great. You have been so great. I've taken all your advice on and it's actually made such a difference. Oh, I'm glad. You know, glad. In, in such a short time I'm as loving well. seeing your reels. Oh, so thank you. So... Yeah, I've been very good. I've been following your instructions. I've oh, been making good. my reels. They look and... great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so if anyone listening today is, you know, this has been a bit of a light bulb moment and they're like, you know what? I need to see Ruby. I need her help. Where can they come and find you? Well, on social media. Oh, who would have thought? <laughs> um, I'm ruby.consultant. So, Beautiful. Uh, Ruby Consultant's website or Instagram as well. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all these really good tips because mm. social media can, you know, when you're a business and you're trying to grow on there, it can be tricky to know the ins and outs and know what you you know, shouldn't, shouldn't be doing. So having someone like you just come on and shed a bit of light on all of these different things has been super helpful. Aww. So thank you. Well, I'm hoping that people do get a little, little gold nugget out of oh, today's session they will. and they can just start to apply it onto your social media because pushing that needle for j- just one little bit at a time mm. can make such a big difference. Absolutely. Thank but, you so much. Thank you. Yeah. You've been so nice to speak with. Oh, of course, always. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. Yay. <laughs> Oh, amazing.